What's up, what's up, y'all? This is your boy, Leader Johnson. We're here for another episode of Follow the Leader. And I wanted to get into some basketball recruiting. June 18th, the number one target for a long time. I'm talking about for a long time. For Villanova, Trey Patterson is having his commitment date now. Indiana, Auburn, Connecticut. Um... Florida, they've all been involved for a long time, and Indiana's coming, uh, Florida's been there, hey, New Jersey prospect, if y'all don't know who this guy is, top 100, he's number 54 by 247 Sports, and number 34 in the country, period, is a prospect, he's 6'8", and if you look at him, he's the same type of uh, build, you know, a little skinnier than Sadiq, Sadiq, Sadiq Bay was. Sadiq Bay had the game weight. You know, he get I mean, he got most of the Villanova will get him there. He can do it all. He can pass the ball. He can shoot from the outside. He can, he's really a polished kid. And and Jay Wright seems to stick ever since the 2016 championship. He he seems to stick to the formula of type of players that will get him the championship. And he's another guy. He can play the four. He can play the three. He can guard. You know, uh, three positions. I, I see him as a guy that can really, in college, he could possibly guard a fourth position, um, which would be like two through four, through five. You know, just looking at his his length and what he can do. I mean, he's a five star, and getting him in the Joku, getting him in the Njoku, you got the number two prospect in Jersey and Trey Patterson, number one prospect in Delaware. Um, Patterson really, really does a lot early on for this 2021 class. And this is not one of those guys you think would decommit or nothing like that, which is real common in football. Patterson has been, it's it's just like a Scotty Lewis, Brian Antoine recruiting. Or, um, you know, you look at the Javon Quinley recruiting, look at Lonnie Walker back in the day. They started recruiting him two years early. He was one of the, he was like 15, 16, 16-year-old kid, 15 at Hoops Mania, one of the youngest prospects there. They have been after him for a long time. Nova loves to recruit in Jersey, and they have been after him two or three years. They have been after him absolutely for a very long time. And I, he's, he's like it's like family. I think when he he commits and you see his interview, it's like family. I'm gonna talk to him earlier. I'm gonna call him, see how he's doing, and um, get more insight for y'all. And um. Posted with VU Sports. Just a lot going on. June 18th commitment. Super huge commitment if he commits to Villanova. And, and I pick him. I've been picking him for, for years. I've been picking him last year to join Villanova. Before he had his offer, I said he's going to get an offer. Villanova has been on him hard. He is going to get an offer. So, now that we come back to that, um, what does that say? And who's next? If if Patterson commits to Nova, which I'm picking him, just like I picked Njoku, I said Patterson, I said Njoku and Patterson were going to be the first two commitments. That's what I said, just like I said with Justin Moore and um, Eric Dixon. I just think that these two guys, Njoku was recruited before the offer too, and nobody was on Njoku. And see, that's key when you go and recruit somebody. You go and recruit them before anybody really gets tires on them. And then this pandemic hit, and he was able to sit. And he looked at his offers, and the joke, uh, Nova's doing a great job. Nova is the, out of every, if you look at, you have to look at people's list. And when you and you look at how hard teams are recruiting them. And Nova's just too top-notch. It's like after Kentucky and Duke, I mean, Nova, you could say 
Kansas, you can say North Carolina all you want. No, it's Villanova. Villanova is that third school. It depends on where you're at. If you're a one and done, you and, and, and you and you you have to really even Jeremiah Robinson Earl, just like now, it's he stays second year. You have to consider Antoine. They you have to consider staying the second year because Nova's not going to move on your according time or your expectation. Because both Antoine and Robinson Earl could have went to other schools and been one and done. Let's just keep it real. Robinson Earl would have been gone from Kansas because Kansas, if you look at that team, Robinson Earl joining Kansas, he would have been starting a power forward. They didn't have really a power forward at all. You know, they had McCormack and, you know, so nobody, he would have been starting and he would have been gone this year. No question. Antoine would have went to Duke. He would have been gone. Well, Duke would have forced him out there and, and Antoine would have probably either stayed or left. But it's a bad situation for Scotty Lewis or Antoine because if you look at Scotty Lewis, he stayed. He could have left. He could have been a first-round pick. But he's he, he knows he's a better player than that. Um, he got his chances. He got his opportunities. But think about it. When guys got to stay a second year in there at Duke, Kentucky, that's not really good for you because they are moving people out of starting lineups like that. Your time is being moved. Instantly, next year, your time is sacrificed. You, you, you're you not considered, like, look at guys like E.J. Montgomery. and You know, you look at Duke and guys who stay, you know, Joey Baker's like, you just have to really be smart and really understand the game. So if you're going to stay even an extra year, Villanova's the number one school. If you're going to stay an extra year, Villanova's the number one school. Not not even Gonzaga. Gonzaga's a great program, but Villanova develops you into a player. Look at Sadiq Bay from where he was as a top, like he was like 123 in his class. He was the, the lowest ranked guy in that class that had Cole Swider, Brandon Slater, Javon Quinnery. And look what he turned out to be, the number one guy. So you you kind of salivate and you kind of like, ooh, like you drew at the chance to like, man, this this team can make me good. And I mean, you got to be excited about Robinson Earl and what he's going to do next year. He could be Big East player of the year next year. He's that good. And Brian Antoine... The talent's there. Everybody knows as soon as he as soon as they give him the green light and twenty minutes a game is more just just twenty minutes a game. Eighteen minutes a game. You're gonna see impact out this guy, period. So, um look going recruiting, going next. Max Christie is a big, big he's the next guy. I mean you, you look at Russell Diggins and the Brizzy battle which is going to be a minute before that even gets decided but the christie battle Villanova wants him now and if they can get him before duke jumps on him it's duke against nova it's just like the antoine situation and i think it's max christie i think you're looking at people looking at duke and max christie because of the after nova offered him first and then next thing you know here come duke and automatically you know the duke just like Antoine, as soon as Duke, Kentucky comes in, oh, yeah, they're going to go there. I mean, that's how the, the, the uh, scouts do it. They, they don't even wait. And, 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 and by some accord, I kind of do, but I don't make the final decision. What I say is, hey, they're going to get them, but I don't or, – or they could get them. That could throw something in there. I, I've made – I got to be honest. Sometimes I made predictions like, you know what? Now that Duke is in there, it's going to be hard, but I don't make the final decision. I'm always looking. 
always why I always say at this time this is a lock or at this time because you never know at this time nobody else is in contention. I don't see nobody else in contention. Or at this time, this is an eighty percent pick. At this time, like you know, and I've seen two four seven now starting to do like uh, the the rating of how serious this pick is. It's crazy because I used to do percentages of you know before when I started, nobody was doing it like that. Like I was doing percentages of well, this is a sixty percent pick, this is a fifty percent pick, this is an eighty percent pick. I used to do it like that. Now I see my guy two four seven in like six seven uh, five four uh, medium. This pick is a medium pick. I'm like, oh, it's different now. So it, it, that's pretty interesting. I like the way the scout, uh, the analysts are doing it. And it really gives you a picture of where their mind is at, where their mindset is at during this pick. Oh, yeah, I'll pick them, but it's not as sure as I think. So it's, And I think they need to let people know because people look on these predictions and they really look at y'all crystal ball predictions. And then when you're wrong, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, so. It's pretty big. Um, looking at the next pick, I I think if I have to say, now I'm staying with my class, Langston Love, and you're looking at who's after Langston Love. Um, Langston Love, he was at Stanford, Texas, UCLA, Baylor, Arkansas, and you look at these schools and you say, between them and Villanova, who would you rather go to? And that was when he first started out. But then you saw Villanova making him a priority. And I see Langston Love committing. I just think. And you say, you'd be like, how the hell could Villanova get Christie in love and then still go for nothing? That, that's what they're doing. And the thing is, you look at Christie, he's 6'6". He's long. He can shoot. He could play the three. You look at where they will play guys like DiVincenzo when they rotate them, or they didn't play Phil Booth around the three sometime. They played, you know, you, you look at guys like that who they play at the three. Uh, Slater used to be a shooting guard coming out of high school, and he's at the small four position. He could play the wing position. You look at the fact that they moved Sadiq Bay to the four. Um, they've moved Samuels to the, to the two. So Max Christie is right there long enough to play the three. And you can develop a, 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 a front court package that can see Max Christie, Eric Dixon, and Trey Patterson for the future at the at the front court. And then you look at it and say, okay, Max Christie gonna have to weigh his options. Like, okay, I want to go to the NBA, but it's never for certain thing out of Duke. As you can see, that I'm gonna be a lot. Of, that's the thing when people when they came out as one and done at first. It was certainties that these guys was going to be lottery picks. It was certainty that these guys was going to be top 20 picks. It's not like that anymore. And you can obviously be in the second round, being a one and done or now. It's, it's totally different. It's a lot of good guys, a lot of good one and duns, a lot of good people staying in college being juniors, a lot of good two and duns. So it's a little different now. So you have to, you know, if you look at Duke and you look at where Cassius Stanley's stock is and Matthew Hurt's stock is right now after that very, very deep, good team. Trey Jones, the only guy I see certified top 20. And then you look at Vernon Carey, you would think he would, I really don't understand his ranking where he's at, but he's he's like, he could be 22, 23, top 25 pick instead of a top 10 pick. So it's just different now. You just can't guarantee. And you look at Kentucky, wow, I mean, it's just different now. You have to decide what's better for my NBA career. 
if I go to Nova, I know for sure I'm going to get a chance to play. I'm going to get developed. I'm going to be in a winning situation. I'm going to be a better player when I come out and NBA scouts are going to be watching. And they're going to be seeing how I progress. That's how NBA scouts are doing Villanova scouts now. I mean, Villanova. You talk to NBA scouts. You talk to um, NBA agents. You know, I talked to an agent. They were just like, yo, we're waiting to see what Sadiq Bay. I remember. They was like, we're waiting to see what Sadiq Bay and, uh, and, and Antoine and Jeremiah Robson Earl does. And, and then you heard some guys talking about Jermaine Samuels. I mean, it, it's it's crazy the, the, the hype Villanova gets on players. Colin Gillespie, the, the, the toughness. People are really waiting to see his senior season. Uh, right now, to me, he's a second-round pick. But Gillespie's on an NBA roster, in my opinion. So we come now to the whole um, fix of what Villanova offers um, in this in this particular recruiting class, and I just think love with those guys, the Baylor, the Stanford, the, they have no chance. You're gonna have to see a North Carolina, Kansas offer that's more strong, like they're pursuing them real hard, and, and even then, if it ain't Duke or Kentucky. Villanova's pursuing somebody hard, Villanova's usually going to get them. Eighty-five percent of the time, I see Villanova getting a person at least. 80, I'm giving other teams a chance at fifteen percent, but eighty-five percent of the time, if if it's not Duke, Kentucky challenging Nova, you know, it's not really a competition per se. When you look at how good Nova been this whole time, like with the recruits, the recruiting class, you know, the, the their pick. Love is an all-around guy. He can pass. He, you know, I, I get to see now that there's a lot of guards that Nova has that can bring the ball up. They can bring the ball up. So, you know, look at Justin Moore. You know, they weren't able to have a backup point guard. Moore was able to learn how to bring the ball up. Um, Josh Hart, you see how he learned how to be a ball handler. Sadiq Bay, and you get a guy like Love, who's used to being a ball handler, used to bring the ball up, can shoot, can play D, six four, quick, fast, explosive. I just think that Love ends up there, and Love is nowhere near looked at as a, a one and done. Nowhere. And then you look at the team. You know what's going to benefit Nova and other people. Like sleeping on love is it the fact that he's on an all star like an all star high one of those all star high school teams, you know? Uh, Mount Verde has so many guys from K Cunningham to Moses Moody, so many guys on that team, and his his last to senior year is going to be a big year for love. I think a lot of people are going to see, you know, with Moody gone and and, and Cunningham gone, they're really going to get to see him do his thing. But I think he'll be a Nova Wildcat, and I think he still won't be a one-and-done, even though it could happen. You know, people's stocks rise, and you know, but I think Love is a Nova Wildcat. I just think he is. If you look, if Duke Kentucky comes in, if he loves him that much, he would change his whole perception. But when, when a kid, a kid, realistically, at the end of the day, even though they have dream schools, they got dream offers, they want to be wanted. And... They'll prioritize and they've prioritized love and Christie for a long time. And you, and you look back like, I wonder, is it just a comp? No, it's not a competition thing. 
It's not a competition thing. It's not like, no, they want both Love and Christy. They prioritize Njoku. They prioritize Patterson. Those two guys prioritize. Now, in the point guard field, in their last spot, it don't even have to be a point guard. It could be the last spot. Because there's just so many guys learning to be playmakers like Chris Arthur Jack. I know you got Caleb Daniels. But I think they'll get a point guard. I mean, you look at Joy Longino. I think he's the second option, like I always said, to make Christie not commit. Because they know Longino will commit. I'm to, if they pursue Longino right now to commit, I think he's a Villanova Wildcat. The point guard battle is the most interesting battle between Diggins and Brizzy. And they're still looking for guys, looking at guys like Bates, Tamar Bates. But those are the two. Diggins has always been looked at. Then they laid off of him for a little minute. They knew he was a Philly prospect. They're going to come back to him. They went and got Brizzy. Those are the two guys. And they've been courting both of them. And Diggins is now being courted. You see, I think they wanted Brizzy to commit quick. And if Brizzy wants to look at his options, you know, the Georgetown offers. He recently got his stars. He's like one of the... Um, the 138th ranked guy in the whole nation. Fifth ranked point guard. Seven, sixth ranked prospect in Virginia. Three star, they got him. High three star. Um, I think he's a four star, though. But look at Arizona, Colorado, Georgetown, guys who are after him. And these schools don't stand a chance against Nova. Or, they, or do they? They could. I'm not saying. Just reputation-wise, they don't stand a chance, the reputation-wise. Now, as far as what he wants, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've heard, you know, Georgetown is a, a school and Arizona is a school that, that's really at them and making pushes toward them. So, you know, Colorado's making a push. So, these schools recruiting them hard. But Nova's also recruiting them hard. Russell Diggins rounds out another top 50 player. You know, top 100, top six. I mean, they, they got guys. It's just almost like the Sadiq Bay, Cole Swatter, Javon Quinley class. It's a lot of top 100 guys in this class. And they could actually have all top 100 guys. They could have a top five recruiting class. Diggins is 51 ranked in the whole nation. Um, Diggins is a five-star point guard, in my opinion. Just like Longino is a high four-star guard. And I think that's a right. But I think Diggins is a five-star player. He's just such a playmaker. He reminds me of Damian Lillard. And if they get a Diggins, who do I think? Now that's a, This is where I, I'm finally stuck. Like, who they get between Diggins and Brizzy. That's the hard one for me. That's a hard one, bro. Like, I, I can't even, y'all, Nova Nation, that's a hard one. This is going to be a down to, and I think if they don't get both of them, either of them, would they get Longino? It's possible. It's possible. But I really think this is this is the the tick down. It's gonna be the showdown because they don't have a point guard last class. They didn't get no nobody in twenty twenty. Um, the last class they didn't get a point guard. They have to go and get a point guard this class. I think they're really gonna go. I don't think Longino would be their next pick. He's, you know, they don't consider him a. Uh, I don't see him as a combo guard. But you know. Langston Love is a combo guard. And if you can get Longino and put Love there, but I don't think they want to do that. They want a pure point guard there. 
uh, Chris Archidiacono can be a point guard. Would they have him for the future and just get a line Geno and, you know, just do it like that? I mean, it's a lot of scenarios that could happen because Archidiacono can play the point guard position. It's no question. He knows how to play the point guard system. He'll learn the Villanova offense. He has the same IQ as his brother. Um, do I think Diggins or Brezzy commit? All in all, I'm just weighing all the options that all are very possible, but Diggins or Brizzy, like I said, they gave the offer to Diggins to turn up the juice. They really want to eliminate this 2021 class. They are really trying to eliminate this 2021 class and have guys committed. I think it'll be a Patterson, the Joku class, and Christie is next. And then, I mean, Christie is the next priority. Who I think commits next, that's, that's an up-in-the-air thing. Diggins is getting offers from a lot of good players. Excuse me, a lot of good teams, which includes a Kansas. I think Kansas has a vendetta, and there's always vendettas in recruiting. Jeremiah Robinson Earl was a Kansas prospect, and he he was <laughs> Nova took him from Kansas, and now Diggins is a Philadelphia prospect, and Kansas is going into Diggins. They ring a bell. They're like, okay, we can get a guy out of there. You know, this is a good player. This is It's not like this just because he's a Philly player. He's a good enough player. Very good enough player. To lead a Kansas team. To be a leading point guard. So this is going to be interesting. Who do I think Nova gets? I'm just... Nova went after Brizzy. Now they give Diggins the offer, and they're going after him. It's who who's going to commit first? Who's going to be moved first? Nova is trying to get one of these two point guards to commit. That's what I'm hearing. They're trying to get this 2021 class wrapped up. And Diggins and Brizzy are two players they're trying to get to commit. I mean, not at the same time, but there's two players that they're working on. One of the others going to commit. Trevor Kills, are they... His commitment to Nova would wrap up everything, but I don't think Nova gets him. I mean, not wrap up everything, but it would really throw a monkey wrench because now, because Kills can play shooting guard or point guard. And that would that would take Diggins or, or that would make it different. That would make something different because that means Diggins or Brezzy or, or, or Christie or Love if they get Kills. If they get kills, it's Diggins, Brizzy, Love, or Christie. That's the last spot. Could be either one of them because kills can play combo guard or shooting guard, so it really don't matter. So, my prediction, I'll give you a prediction. I think I'm gonna go with Diggins simply because um, it was Brizzy at first. And they gave him an offer, and now they're courting Dickens, and he's the highest ranked guard. He's the highest ranked guard. You know, and, and now they're courting him. It was different if they were courting him. They just gave him an offer, and they, I wouldn't have saw nothing on. But when they start courting Dickens, and I heard before the offer, they were interested in him. Didn't know how much that was over Brizzy because they were pursuing Brizzy so hard. They were pursuing Brizzy before he got these three-star rankings. Before everybody else saw him. But now, 
that they they're, they're going after him for a virtual visit and man, this is a little different. I'm I'm really looking at like Diggins could I think Brizzy's taking too long. I think if Brizzy's taking too long, they're gonna get Diggins. If Brizzy is taking too long, they're like, listen, Brizzy, you gonna commit? Okay, we gonna offer Diggins in because we don't want to be Nova doesn't like to be stuck just recruiting one player and don't have another option. They give another offer and recruit somebody else. Do I think Angelo Brizzy commits? I don't know. He loves Nova. He really loves, highly loves Nova. But do I see him committing over Diggins? I don't know. So this is going to be real big. This is going to be something huge. I love this 2021 class. And then moving on to 2022, Sky Clarks. The Jairus Walkers, what are they going to do with that after? I'm really trying to find out how hard they're pursuing the 2022 class, which I know 2021, it's not like last year when the 2021 2021 class was being pursued over the 2020 class. It totally was forgetting about it. It's different now. It's different. It's different. This is big. This is this is just really exciting. I knew it was gonna come down to this. I knew eventually it was gonna come down to a very exciting uh, um, class, a very exciting run for all the prospects. Then, if you look at it, it, I mean, it could be more offers coming. We don't know, but they're doing a good job. They attacked it early, and this is what happens when you attack them early. So I I really think, in all honesty, that this is going to be a top five class and another real talented class. I mean, if you look at it, the guys I say, Diggins, um, Love, and, and, and Patterson are five stars, and then and, uh, five-star caliber players. And then so is Diggins. And then you look at Christie. Christie and Patterson are definitely, I mean, borderline five stars. Christie and Patterson are borderline. Christie's a five star. Patterson's a borderline five star. You get Diggins. That's another big time dude. So, um, you look at Love. I mean, the guy who was a five star, he's right there, the five star. I mean, this is typically like having three five stars, almost four. If it's a possibility that they can get kills with Christie and Love in Patterson, that's a whole nother class in itself. It's like four or five stars. So this is just a real exciting situation that they're in. They're in a better situation early in their recruiting period than they've been in years. Like early with high guys. Usually when they offer all these guys like four, five stars, when they offer these guys, you know what happens? They commit somewhere else, and they have to offer more and more people. You know, their their, their first offers are not are usually like misses. You know, it's, unless it's the one guy. So look, I'm out of here, y'all. Follow the sports.
podcast. Once again, um, Villanova basketball, I want to get y'all up on the recruiting part. There'll be more and more subjects. Listen, I'm out. This is Lita Johnson. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. I'm out, y'all.